And now, the Zions Bank starting lineup for your Utah Jazz at guard. Joe Ingles, seven foot four, from Australia. At small forward. I'm Bojan Bogdanovic, I weigh 230, height 6'7, I'm from Bosnia and Herzegovina, Mostar. At power forward. Royce O'Neill, Buckets O'Neill. Follow me on Twitter. And at center. Rudy Gobert, number 27, from France. Zion's Bank, they haven't forgotten who keeps them in business. Time for your starting lineups tonight. The Utah Jazz come in at 26 and 12. I forgot to check with our great engineer, Frank. Can we take PA for their for their starters? We will in a second. The Jazz are 26 and 12 on the season. 14th ranked offense, 7th ranked defense. They have been the number one offensive team in the league since Jordan Clarkson joined them, and they have not lost in that time period. They're the number one three-point shooting team in the league, inching toward 40% as a group. Second overall shooting team, fourth best team in the league defending the shot. Donovan Mitchell will not be available tonight, so your leading scorer is Boyan Bogdanovich at 21 points a game, followed by Rudy Gobert at 15 and Jordan Clarkson at 14. Gobert's your leading rebounder at 14 with Rudy with Royce O'Neal at 5 a game. And your leading assist guy available tonight is Joe Ingles. George Niang's the best three-point shooter at 47%, and Royce O'Neal is at 45%. The Washington Wizards are 13 and 25, but that feels a bit misleading to where they are as a team right now. They've won four of their last seven. They beat Miami, Boston, and Denver recently in those four wins. So they've been three of the four against very good basketball teams. And the they are the for the season the 10th ranked offense and the 30th ranked defense. Most recently, though, they're 15th in the league offensive from a 15th in the league on a defensive standpoint rather than the 30th that they've been much of the season. They have been unlucky against the three defensively at 38%. All right, let's head. Nope, sorry, we're not ready to go down there yet. We will in just a second. Their leading scorer is back with them, Bradley Beal, at 28 points a game. He has had as many games with 30 points as he's had without 30 points this year. Davis Bertans will come off the bench at 15 points a game. Jordan McRae will now come off the bench as well at 14 points a game. Isaiah Thomas will get the start at 13 points a game. Bradley Beal is their leading assist guy as well on this roster. They'll start, we'll get their starters, but one of them's a unique story. Former Salt Lake Community College, Gary Payton II has an NBA roster now. Let's go downstairs to the PA announcement here are the announcements. Number 20, Gary Payton II. From Germany, number 17, Isak Bunga! A 6'11 center from France, number 28, Jan Bohemi! A 5'9 guard from the University of Washington, number 4, Isaiah From the University of Florida, number three, Bradley Bill! The head coach of your Washington Wizards is Scott Brooks. Three, two, one. The Utah Jazz roll into the Nathan's capital on an eight-game win streak. 
but tonight, the leader of the party, Donovan Mitchell, will not be available. Tonight, it'll have to be a caucus on the offensive end. Shuts the defender, bounces to O'Neal, comes off the 45 to the corner to Moutier. For a corner three, it's good. Emmanuel Moutier having quite a night against his former team tonight. To Ingles, who's open in the right corner. Happy Valley it is. Joe Ingles, 750th career three. 43-27, Jazz by 16. Moutier driving to the basket, kicks to the corner. Clarkson's gonna try it again, and it's perfect. Royce O'Neal, left-hand drive, kicks to Bogdanovich. Ball fakes a three, they fly by again. Boyan settles himself and hits the three. He gives it up to Niang. Deep defense, straightaway three, swish. George Niang. <laughs> While on the defensive end, Rudy Gobert will look to impeach anyone heading toward the rim. Here's Adetokounmpo driving, they did not build a wall, and Gobert blocked him! Rudy Gobert just eviscerated the MVP! From Washington, D.C., it's the Jazz and the Wizards. Tip-off is now. David, I'm going to be watching the scouting report tonight. Raton, they don't want to leave him. They want to stay as close to him as possible, keep him from knocking down three-point shots, see if they can eliminate that. And then Ish Schmidt. They, it's, it's, I thought it fascinating that Scott Brooks wanted him to don't settle for jump shots, continue to try to get to the, to the rim with Rudy back there. I know the Jazz want a late switch on that. They don't want to switch right away. They want a late switch. But I'm going to see if Ish can shoot over Rudy. He can't. Nobody can. Nobody can. He might try to weave around him a little bit. He cannot shoot over. By the way, one note as we just get underway. Terrible and a terrible toss. C.J. Miles, our good friend, former Jazz player, was on the roster of the Wizards when the day started, but was released today. He's out for the year with an injury. We wish him the best. We would have got to see him today, but unfortunately did not. So, In his 15th, it would have been his, it, well, it is, in his 15th year. Jazz get the opening possession in their navy blue uniforms. Bogdanovich at the elbow, driving on Bonga, puts it right off the glass and in two for Boyan to start us off. Well, last year was Boyan Bogdanovich that took over the Indiana Pacers' lead offensive role. When Victor Oladipo went out, he'll have to do the same tonight. Bradley Beal is not having a great year despite all the scoring. Gives to Isaiah Thomas, underhand scoop around Gobert. No good. Rebound Moutier, push ahead to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich in Indiana had 20% of his possessions in transition. He bumps Gary Payton II into the post. He's one of the best defenders in the league. Fading back jumper, no good. Gary Payton II leads the league in deflections. He leads the ball league in loose balls. Also, Thomas gives it down low. Here's Mahimi passing down low to Payton. Blocked by Gobert. Baseball outlet pass by Bogdanovich is intercepted by Beal. Redskins jokes, not Ravens jokes allowed. It's too fresh. Beal left side off the glass and in. Bradley Beal. Fourth, fifth leading scorer in the, in the league now at 27, about 28 at ballgame. Ingles catches, top of the key. He'll take a rare two, misses it. Rebound ricochets out to Moutier. He'll take a catch and shoot three and hit. Emmanuel's at 33% on non-dribble threes like that one, which is the lowest of any Jazz player. All the other Jazz players are over 38%. His shot distribution is going to be crucial tonight. Thomas gets caught in the air, flips it back to Beal. Guarded by O'Neal, that's the matchup the Jazz want. He works Gobert, spins him around, and makes it off the glass and in. Actually turned Rudy around, didn't he? He did. Yeah. 5-4. Mm -hmm. 
Top dog Donovich in his red shoes and navy blue uniform. Lob to Rudy, slammed up. Well, that's going to be a key, I think, Boyan and Joe Ingles being able to get the basketball to, to, to Rudy. Boyan's averaging 15 shots a game, David. So I think it's, that needs to increase to about 20 tonight. Rudy had five block, uh, dunks last game. Peyton Jr. backdoor cut, missed it at the rim. Nice defense by Ingles. Outlet to Moutier. Chest left side to Bogdanovich. He's very aggressive early, and he gets fouled on the take to the in. basket. Oh. Lauren Holtkamp coming off an ACL injury, one of our officials this year. Tore the ACL, and then whether serendipity or planning gave birth to their first child as well. Knowing she was out for the year off the ACL, so then she, she and Jonathan Sterling, another NBA official. And they are now both NBA officials traveling at that level while raising a child. Quite a story. Bogdanovich at the free throw line for two. First Season high, good. 35. Oh, you're, you're calling it already, huh? I'm telling we need it tonight. Well, just the sure. other night. I hope he gets more rebounds and more assists than he had on that night. Here he does. He has one rebound and one assist, which is more than he had on that given night. We're not going to worry about assists tonight. Jazz? Unless someone is really, really open. However, when the Jazz do get assists, they win. That would be one of their little bellwether notes. 22 assists or more, they're 17-2. and two. Mahimi, or Bonga driving, shot up and in. Bonga was the second round draft pick of the Lakers. And then picked up by Washington. Didn't play much for LA. Some G League. Moutier bumping and backing the diminutive Thomas into the lane. Turnaround jumpers up and in. Emmanuel Moutier in the post. And in the paint non-restricted area, he is now 14 of his last 26. 11-6 Utah. Early start. Isaiah Thomas sees the big monster. Gobert curls out. Bradley Beal works it. Coming over is Gobert. Misses a shot. Tip followed by Mahimi, and he's fouled on it. And he'll get two free throws. Jan Mahimi and Rudy Gobert had dinner together last night. They are French teammates. Rudy went over to Mahimi's house. Where I believe, if I understood Rudy correctly, there, Jan is married and has some little ones that Rudy gets to play with. Do you have a feeling that Rudy, first free throw by Mahimi, that Rudy would be like the greatest, like, quote-unquote uncle? Like, Uncle Rudy's coming over, and he's 7-2, and the little kids are playing with him all the time. And all of a sudden, he gets over there, and the whole neighborhood is there. Like, don't you think that, like, that'd all be the like... the kids in now, the Now, I guess if your dad's 7 feet, then Uncle Rudy at 7-2 is not that big a deal. But Mahimi splits the free... Or makes both free throws. It's 11-8. Bogdanovich in the lane all the way to the window. And an easy two. Boyan Bogdanovich with six points. And he is getting to the rim on low pick-and-roll action or low curl action for the Jazz. Here's Beal. Chested outside to Isaiah Thomas. Has never regained his Boston Celtics self. Three from the top from Beal, no good. Long rebound comes out to Bonga. Bonga puts it on the deck, comes off a low pick, sees Gobert, thinks better of it. Hanson Mahimi, he's been in the paint for an hour. Off to Bradley Beal, flying in for a slam dunk. 13-10. Royce O'Neal is... is Moutier jump stops into a catch, penetrates out to Ingles. He ball fakes, gets cut off by the defense. Left corner Moutier sets his feet, fires short, and the ball goes up over the glass and sits on the back of the glass and missed it. Royce O'Neal was picked off two screens, ended up on the floor on both of them. That means his teammates are not talking to him? Well, it means that he's got to see it coming. You know, it, he, he, like he was trying to go through the pick and it just didn't work. 
Isaiah Thomas with his white headband, the University of Washington product. Last pick of the draft. Bounce pass from Beal down low to Mahimi. Off his knee, steps out of bounds. They missed the call. Over to Beal for a little flip shot good. Okay, I, now I hope that Royce has learned something with Beal. Beal is, is so good at relocating. Royce turns his back then, and Beal relocates and get an easy two. Bradley Beal, fresh, has got eight points. Moutier working the top. Penetrates, kicks off to Bogdanovich. Catch and shoot angle, right threes, way offline. And the rebound comes down to the Wizards. Jazz lead at 13-12, 7-15 left here in the first quarter. Bonga crosses over on Ingles, runs into Gobert. Back cut by Payton for a slam dunk. They're back cutting behind Gobert. They're bringing Gobert the ball and then running guys behind him. What's your notes say about shooting around the court? Watch spacing because they look for the back door. So when you see that spacing, they're going to be going back door. Let's keep an eye on whether the Jazz can make an adjustment. Quinn Snyder wants a timeout to deal with it right now. 7.09 left here in the first quarter. It's 14-13. The Wizards now lead the Jazz on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Quinn Snyder. Emmanuel's been playing good. He'll get an opportunity to start tonight. And obviously, we've got some guys that can handle it. Jordan's been in situations off the ball where he's creating, too, in addition to scoring. So I think it's more just an awareness where everybody's got to play together and and share the ball. And it still comes down to us defending in transition. And more than getting kind of myopic or focused on one particular position, I think collectively we got to play. That's your New Skin Sound Flash, brought to you by New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best of you, New Skin. Jordan Clarkson's in the ball game, so now this is really the lineup that the Jazz have at their first substitution. Usually, it's Bogdanovich, Gobert, O'Neal, Moutier, and Clarkson. No Donovan Mitchell tonight. If you're just tuning in, Moutier works the left side for a long two and hits it. Emmanuel Moutier has just been playing beautiful basketball recently. He just seems to be so under control now compared to what he was at the beginning of the year. And I can't even find the scoreboard. Score, right up there, 15 score number. Oh, there we go, right there. And has all the scores. Moody has seven points. Top to Thomas. Green shoes for Isaiah with a red and white and blue uniform. Mid-range jumper right side is good for Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Best year was when we at the Boston Celtics, huh? He's just never been the same since that hip surgery. They just wore him out. And I would almost say his gait still doesn't look the same. Elevator doors for Jordan Clarkson. Right side three is long. And he misses it. Pull off the glass, no rim. Transition, Isaiah Thomas cut off by Clarkson. Gobert still in the game. Right side, Gary Payton the second. Drives on Bogdanovich. Jump stops in the lane. Travels. Bounce pass up top to Mahimi. They didn't call the travel, so evidently he didn't. Mahimi driving on his French teammate with a running hook. No good. O'Neal rebounds. Out to Moutier. Hands to Clarkson. Gobert trying to get deep post position. They can't find him. Now they go into the mid block to Gobert. He powers through the lane and draws a travel by Aaron Smith instead of a foul. Bradley Beal was defending. So Bradley Beal will check out here. He plays about six minutes. He's on a minute restriction. Nobody knows how many, which makes it interesting at least. Jazz will have some unique lineups on the floor without the services of Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. Frankly, you're missing 60 minutes of guard play tonight. 16-15 Washington. Wizards have won four of their last seven. Jazz have won eight straight. Bonga with pink shoes. Swings it out to the right corner to Isaiah Thomas. 
Thomas comes off a left-hand dribble into the mid-range, bounces to a cutting Mahimi, lays it up and in. Gobert attached to Thomas. Thomas astutely waited for the cutting Mahimi to get behind Gobert and bounced it to him. They're getting behind Rudy and getting to the rim here in the early going. They're going to use that back door as much as possible tonight because of Rudy. Niang, right-hand dribble, the second all-time leading scorer at Iowa State, puts it off the glass and in. 18-7, Washington. I think the Jazz just... Peyton, who played at Salt Lake Community College, helped them some great accolades. Thomas, a little floater in the lane, is good. Isaiah Thomas, who has been having a tough run of things recently with four points. Ish Schmidt, their backup point guard, has actually been the better of their two guards. Has led them to their big win against Denver. Moutier working the left side into the mid-range, gives it up to Clarkson. Clarkson driving on the long bonga. Works inside, relentlessly attacking, and a whistle and a foul. It's offensive on Jordan Clarkson. (laughs) Washington leads by three. Jazz really are without their first and second point guard tonight. If you think about it, Conley and Mitchell are the two most common point guards on this roster. Moutier will play a lot of those minutes, and then Joe will have to come back to play those point guard minutes as the backup point guard tonight. Here's McCray. He's coming off a monster game against Atlanta, and the right-hander gets to the free throw line for a pull-up jumper and hits it. Jazz going over the top of screens. So they're trailing on those jumpers. Washington's not taking a lot of threes tonight. They're 20th in the league in attempts. Bogdanovich works inside, keeps the defender on his hip, low dribble, gets to the restricted area, flips it up and in. It's amazing. He's just 48 of those. Driving hard to the basket and scoring is Thomas Bryant, who's just returned to action. He's on strict minutes as well. So Bryant and Beal are on strict minutes. Bryant's a nice player, drafted after Tony Bradley in that same draft out of Indiana. Bogdanovich driving, comes up the left side, shoots it off the side of the glass. Jazz are not passing the basketball tonight. Fast break the other way. Isaiah Thomas gets it knocked away by Niang. Bogdanovich is out leaking. He goes out to the three-point line. Bullets it pass down low to Gobert. It's stolen by Mahimi who saves it off Gobert. What a play. That's an incredible play. And and what Jazz was, well, Boyan went to the three-point line when it was a two-on-one break. And then he tried to get it to Rudy underneath the basket. I mean, they're just... Mahimi was trailing, right. caught up to the play, intercepted the pass in one motion, threw it off Gobert out of bounds. In other words, get the two, take the two because it was there. Or take the three and don't be so unselfish. Bogdanovich open three is fine. Pull up jumper right side, no good for Brian who's come out shooting. Brian's been a great discovery by the Wizards. Moutier works down into the paint. Bryant shadowing him. He's seven feet tall to Clarkson. Clarkson attacks Bryant, puts it off the glass, and he just climbed the stairs on his chest and went up his chest to put it off the glass and in 24-21. That is Washington. exactly the way to do it, David, on shot block. You go up your chest. McCray looks very comfortable with a left-hand dribble into a right-hand shot. Does it here. Misses the shot on the baseline. Rebound comes out to Moutier. Moutier behind the three-point line. Off the bounce three, a little overly aggressive. No pass possession. And the Wizards have it 24-21 as Moutier misses that one. Jazz, who have been third in the league in passes in the month of January, are not moving the basketball tonight like or this afternoon like they usually do. Missed shot by Washington. Here comes the Jazz the other way, 24-21. Clarkson off a high pick. Gets in the lane, gets the dotted line. Stops, kicks it back to Niang. Three ball for George, no good. One pass possession that time. And Scott Brooks wants a timeout. 
It's interesting how not having Donovan on the floor, even in the same rotations, or maybe it's just the dropping big style of Washington's defense, but nonetheless, the Jazz do not look like themselves pinging the basketball around like they have in the last few weeks on the Jazz Radio Network. in the first quarter Wizards 24 Jazz 21 if you look at the Jazz season on opening night of the season the Jazz threw 240 passes against Oklahoma City then for that month of October they threw 274 they upped that to 298 in November 303 in December and 325 in January and it is the third most in the NBA. Tonight we're not seeing that, or today we're not seeing that so far. Yeah, we're really not. And what the Jazz like to do after a, a, a made shot is the guy taking the ball out of the bound, most of the time is Rudy, the trailer, and, and he initiates, gets them into that dribble handoff and the passes. Tony McRae comes right around a tight curl and dunks on right away. Joe Ingles looks to Tony Bradley and says, where was my help? 26-21. Jazz now have Ingles back in the game as the point guard with Tucker, Rajon Tucker, George Niang, Jordan Clarkson, and Joe Ingles. And we have a whistle and a foul on the Jazz. Offensive foul on Tony Bradley. So opening possession. Tony Bradley defensively, a little mistake, and then offensively. Jazz right now with their fifth turnover. Dead ball turnover here. Davis Bertans is in the game. He's the number one catch and shoot taker in the league. He drives here, goes inside to Mahimi. Bradley to, excuse me, Bryant. Bradley to Fenny, and Bryant scores over the top. And the two of them worked out against each other in Salt Lake on the same draft. Bryant went later than Bradley in that draft. Niang, left wing Tucker. He'll take the three from the left side, no good. The rebound comes down to McRae. Jazz are down seven, 28-21. Here comes McRae attacking. Kicks to the corner to this lightning fast Ish Smith. For a pull-up mid-range jumper, it's good, and the Wizards are up 30 to 21. Now you notice that the bench, their two-man game anyway, is a lot stronger than the starters for the most part. 20 to 8 run. Niang going one-on-one, banks it off the glass and in. Something like the Clippers with Lou Williams and Harrell. Smith has been very good for them. And as Scott Brooks said in our pregame show. They've had kind of out-of-body experiences by some of their guys in each of their nights of their big wins, and right now it might be Thomas Bryant having that. As Bryant hits another jumper, he's got six points. Ingles comes off a left-hand drive, gets into the paint, pushes it up, no good. Back tapped out by Bryant. Javon Tucker knocks it away, but it's been picked up instead. Hit it over toward the Wizards. I cannot see the number. I think Tucker. It's no. On the floor? For the Wizards, who's on the floor? Oh, McCray. McCray was on the floor. And got knocked off by Tucker. Foul on Tucker. 32-23. Jazz down nine. 25 seconds left in the quarter. Shot clock and game clock are one second off each other, as you would presume. Smith just... Lollygagging at the top of the Wizards logo on the O of Washington. Calls to the pick from Bryant, comes off the pick. Works to the left side, retreats back out. Now attacks the pick on the other side into a free throw line jumper and hits. Boy, they are nailing the mid-range shot tonight. 
Ingles, one second to the basket, too hard. Tony Bradley tip follow. Both officials say no on the Bryant on the Tony Bradley tip follow. We'll have to check it and see, but pretty demonstratively from both James Williams and Aaron Smith that that call was late. The Wizards have an unusual shooting quarter as they do not miss from the mid-range and lead it 34-23 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Nahimi splits the free, or makes both free throws. It's 11-8. Bogdanovich in the lane all the way to the window. And an easy two. Boyan Bogdanovich with six points. Jazz are down seven, 28-21. Here comes McCray attacking. Kicks to the corner to this lightning fast Ish Smith for a pull-up mid-range jumper. It's good. Mid-range game, 9 of 13 for the Wizards in the first quarter on mid-range shots. It's pretty unusual, and that gives them a 34-23 lead. Here's Jordan Clarkson bumping and backing on another no-pass possession by the Jazz, and he misses the short shot. The Jazz are not swinging the ball at all tonight, Ron, or the, all this afternoon, sorry. Just see that Jordan Clarkson thought he had ish on him. He could back him in and shoot over the top. McCray, left-hand drive. McCray was a late second round pick going up against Niang. Crafty footwork goes and scores. McCray led the G League in scoring last year at 30 points a game. 13 point advantage. We'll check in with Thurl Bailey on the AT&T Sports Desk here in just a second. Tony Bradley hands to Ingles behind the three point line. Jazz are just one of seven and Joe Ingles rattles this one home. Now two of eight from three. Down by 10 are the Jazz, 36-26. Smith flares it out to Bryant, left wide open. Instead of taking the mid-range jumper, he's gonna bump and back and Bogart, Tony Bradley under the rim for two. Thomas Bryant is having a fabulous game. Maybe he's bitter that Tony Bradley got drafted before him. Maybe it's a little even late, late first round, second round draft pick revenge game. Clarkson driving, spinning, one-on-one, pushes it up and in. Jazz are the number one catch and shoot team in the league. They are not moving the ball well enough to get those right now. See how quickly they push the ball up the floor. Yet they turn it over here and the Jazz get it on the run. Clarkson's got Niang left, goes down the middle, kicks to Niang. Ball fakes a corner three, pops behind the line off a dribble and misses. Long rebound comes out to McCray. McCray on the push. Bounces right side to Brown off his kneecap and out of bounds. Thurl Bailey, what are you seeing in this one so far? Well, that first quarter and, and into the second, the Wizards are having their way with the Jazz mid-range and in. Uh, and even with Rudy Gobert out there, they were finding ways to get Rudy to go help, and they get high percentage shots at the rim. Offensively, you're right. Ball needs to move a little bit more. Jazz has some advantages height-wise on some guys, but that's not what they're about. They need to get that ball moving find open shots. Ingles dribbles off to the right side, shoots another three, and holds the pose as he hits it. 38-31. Jazz were one of seven from three in the first quarter. The number one three-point shooting team in the league. So they're beginning to warm up a little bit. Watching Niang, boy, he's standing right on top of Berton. Berton. Right side, Berton. Shot, no good. Berton's on off-the-bounce mid-range shot. That's not his game. So the Jazz have only allowed one three-point shot tonight, this afternoon. And another offensive foul on Tony Bradley, this time setting a pick. Tony's yeah. foul rate is historic. 
the rescreen here by Joe Ingles. All Tony Bradley has to do is, is set up a really strong base and let Joe Ingles use him. That way he won't get moved with that moving pick. Tony Bradley showing a little anger right now. Left side three by Brown, no good. Rebound Tucker. Let's see if Tony can play with a little juice. It's as mad as I've seen Tony Bradley. Clarkson works the right side, brings two defenders to him, floats it up, no good. Offensive rebound off the hand of Bradley out of bounds. Tony Bradley's five minutes so far, and he'll be taken out of the game. He runs straight to the bench, very he's, upset with he, himself. Except for the fact that he's not allowed to leave the floor leave yet. The floor yet. Lauren Holcamp not allowing the substitution as they clean the ball that got wet on a beer. The ball was thirsty. Tony Bradley's just shaking his head. Thurl, how does he play with, does he learn to play with anger? What is it, what's the answer here? Well, he just needs to calm down a little bit. Uh, and a lot of the, the, the calls, whether he agrees with them or not, are just putting himself in a position where he, right. you know, on the screen, if a guy hooks your arm, just show your hands. All you have to do is use your body. McCray misses a three. Ingles feeling it, lets a third one fly, misses it. He was two for two prior to that. Heat check, fast break the other way. Washington plays the fourth highest pace of play. Bertans takes a dribble, settles himself, fires the three, and Quinn wants a timeout. And what did we see the other night, David? The guys closing out. Bad flybys by Charlotte. Flybys, exactly. That was That's a bad flyby by Rajon Tucker. Yeah. 41-31, Washington's up 10. Thurl, lack of offensive ball movement today is pretty stark compared to what we've seen. Did... Jordan Clarkson, Boyan Bogdanovich, all come into the, Manuel Moutier all come into this game and say, all right, well, I'm going to take care of the fact that Donovan's not here, and in turn, we have a little less ball movement? Well, I think they, those guys need to step up, but the, the philosophy doesn't change, even with Donovan out. Um, and, and if you're the Jazz, you have to stay with what's working. You move that ball, you, you don't give the defense a chance to settle. They've got to play. They can't play everything, so you find a guy open. Um, you know, when Rudy's in the game, obviously, give him some touches, get some high-percentage shots. But, yeah, I think it's taken a minute for the Jazz offensively to adjust to uh, Donovan's absence, but hopefully they can, they can pick up on it here in the second. Ron, what's your thoughts? Well, I, I totally agree with Thurl. I'm, I'm always I'm believed in getting the defense scrambling. And then you get the type of shots that you want. But, you, but and the only to do that, you, you must move the basketball. You set a good screen and move the basketball. And it's, very, it's very tempting. Sorry, it's very tempting when you feel like you have an advantage over a guy, right? I mean, uh, you saw Moutier post up Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, those, sometimes you can go that way, but it really throws everybody else off if that shot's not good or if it doesn't go in. The... One that gets interesting is on the other side of the ball where the Jazz defense have got to stop the shots at the rim. They allowed nine shots at the rim in the quarter. They're getting back cut quite consistently in an unbelievable first quarter. The Wizards were 8 of 12 on long twos. That, that will not last. The Wizards having only taken four three-point shots for the entire game is well, probably a good 
good stretch for the Jazz where they've taken three of those four here in this quarter. Well, and the thing that's sad, I think, right now, as far as the way the Jazz started the ball game off, the starting lineup is, is not the strength of this basketball team. It's been the bench that for the team that's really carried them. They're first in the league in bench points, and that includes over the L.A. Clippers, who's, you know how tough they are, you know, putting points on the board. Ish Smith been a large part of that. Washington is won four of their last seven. They've won three straight at home. They've beat the Miami Heat, the Denver Nuggets, and the Boston Celtics in those four games. So, and then they get Bradley Beal and Thomas Bryant back today, who've been injured, and both of them have been fabulous. Beal had eight points, and Bryant came off the bench to get eight points as well. Both of them have sat down. Nope, Bryant, nope. Both of them have sat down now on minutes restrictions. Bogdanovich, left-hand dribble, gets into the paint, cross-court pass to Clarkson. Clarkson crosses over, goes nowhere, now attacks. Left-hand dribble into the teeth of defense. Back to O'Neal. They're cutting off the driving lanes. Nice pass out to Moody. kicks to Clarkson. Three right side is short. Loose ball, rebound. Grabbed by Ish Smith off the ground as Bryant had held Gobert. Bartons, three from super deep is good. Wow, how do you guard that? No, even though that shot didn't go for the Jazz, it was great ball movement, but they just failed to get back defensively. Moutier drives to the rack and lays it up and in, 44-33. And he can get back defensively, but where Bertans took it from, you're not expecting that at all. Here's Bertans on a floater over Gobert, no good. Better off shooting it from 35 feet. 44-33, Jazz down 11. Bogdanovich right wing, he's got eight points... Driving with the left hand, off balance, double clutches, off the glass and in. Wow. 44-35, Jazz within nine. They gotta get some stops defensively. Wizards are shooting 59%, just two of five from three. 64 in that first quarter. McCray right side, all the way to the rim, lays it up again. Same thing again, this time with a dribble drive on the baseline before Gobert could get back to it. They're working the baseline and Gobert is not having an impact defensively. Clarkson on the top. Off a Gobert pick. Hesitates. Now floats up a right-hander. Bounces around five times on the back rim and decides to go home finally. A little late for curfew, but finally got home. Smith. Mid-range. Out to Bryant. Or excuse me, to Mahimi. For three. It's good. That's the play. That's what Gobert was worried about the play before. And David, he was 0 for 5 from that spot. And he finally makes one. O'Neal, cross-court Clarkson. Catch and shoot threes, but at 40% this year, missed it. O'Neal, offensive rebound, tries to throw it back out. Gets knocked away. Clarkson goes to save it. Does back to Bertans. O'Neal knocks it off his foot out of bounds. O'Neal, he must have hurt his hand. His fingers. Royce shaking that right hand. Bradley Beal checks back in. So Bradley Beal looks to be on what would be a 24-minute restriction. Six minutes to start, six minutes to end. Thurl, I know you got to jump to the AT&T Sports Desk. Any thoughts before we let you go? Well, I like that last defensive hustle. I mean, it means the Jazz are really starting to try to focus. Uh, I'm sorry, the offensive side trying to focus on uh, you know, making sure that everybody's in sync. And uh, offensively, I think they're doing a better job since we've been talking and moving the basketball. Bogdanovich mid-range jumper off a dribble with three seconds on the shot clock hits it. And it's a 10-point game, but quickly the other way comes Troy Brown. Euro stepping through the lane off a made basket for a layup before the Jazz get back defensively. 
Jazz haven't woken up to game time yet. 2.15 on the Mountain Time Zone. Moutier flips it up top to Clarkson. Jazz down 51-39. Clarkson, right-hand drive, goes behind his back, gets in the paint, working Bertans, forces a shot up. Wanda Whistle, didn't get it, gets his own rebound. Has it knocked away, still battling for it. Loose ball, Gobert kicks it. They don't call it, shot clock goes off. No stoppage of play. Instead, it's a fast break the other way. Bertans for three. Rattles out, crowd eager to do it. Gobert, good hustle back for the ball. Snares the rebound. Jazz down 12, five to play second quarter. Moutier, hands to Bert. Bogdanovich, bullets a pass into the traffic. Down low, trying to get Gobert on the roll. It's knocked away and stolen. Turnover by the Jazz. For the Jazz, that's their seventh turnover of the night. Right side, Smith has Gobert on an island. Shoots the three over him and hits. Rudy was tired. Well, he knew he couldn't close out too far on him. He'd drive around him. He gave him about six or seven feet, and that was a little bit too much. Jazz are down 15. Second quarter's commercial free, brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. Commercial free second quarter here. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why I developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional. Customer service, come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location or start your purchase online. And MarkMillerSubaru.com, we know you'll love the experience. This is the first ball game without Donovan. And there's some adjustments. Just hope the Jazz can rectify those adjustments here and, and win this basketball game. Down 15 right now, so it'll be a tough task. It is January 12th. Let's go through the Jazz and NBA history on this day and see what's happened. The year was 2007. Ray Allen scored a career-high 54 points against the Utah Jazz in a 122-114 overtime win. Turned out to be the second most in Sonic history. There's a fine line. Sometimes you go out and try to do too much. You overshoot. You overthink. Many different emotions uh, in my mind, but tonight I just kind of go out and just let it let myself find its way. And you know, we, we played well, we passed the ball, and I knew at some point in the fourth quarter I had to make some shots. Last game I didn't with Miami, so tonight I had to come out and, and do something big for this team. The seven time All Stars' new career high was just four shy of the team mark held by Freddie Brown shortly after Allen had surgery on both ankles and missed the remainder of the 06 07 season before being acquired by the Boston Celtics. Freddie Downtown Brown reference right there. You probably played against Freddie. I did. Downtown, one of the pure jump shooters out of University of Iowa. He would have liked this game today. Oh, without a doubt. I went to a junior college, I think, in Iowa there as well. But he would have loved it, just like Ray Allen benefited from the three-point shot there as well. Downtown Freddie Brown. That was the reason he was called Downtown Freddie Brown, was because of the deep shots that he was taking behind the three-point line. Tonight, the Utah Jazz here this afternoon, Utah Jazz defense has not been good. Washington Wizards are scoring 1.35 points per possession, but the Jazz hope to get that rectified with the two-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Emmanuel Moutier shared with us this week why his teammates call him two-time. Yeah, man, he blocked me in practice one time, and then he told me, you know, you might want to take the jump shot. I told him, that's why you're the two-time defensive player of the year. So ever since then, he's been huge, man. I think, in my opinion, I think he should get it again. He's just been making big plays after big plays for us. You know, we're definitely a different team without him. So I, I, gotta, I had to start the chant two times. So uh, like I said, hopefully three on the way. You, you imagine your teammate talking trash with you in practice now. Just think about that. 
You might want to shoot the jump shot. You might not want to come in here and challenge me. <laughs> 15 point game. Jazz down. Moutier, Ingles, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, and Gobert. Bogdanovich outside the right side. Takes a dribble to his left, fires the three, and hits. Boyan's keeping the Jazz in this one right now offensively. He's got 15 points on six of nine shooting. Jazz defense has really been the problem more than anything else. They're going to have to rectify that. I would love to see the Jazz get close enough to the point where they're not. Bradley Beal search dribbles out to the outside. Chest it to Smith, gets it back in the right corner, oh. drives the baseline. Layup good. They are working oh. the baselines. And the Gobert is not getting over to help defensively. Well, that was just one heck of a move there by, by, by Beal. Beal's got 10 points. He's playing 24 minutes, it looks like, tonight. Ingles drives, fakes the pass, and finishes. But Joe Ingles' fake works there. Working Smith. Nahimi hands it off to Bertans. Bertans comes off the dribble into a mid-range jump shot. It's an air ball. This Too close. Yes. The Wizards in the first quarter were 8 of 12 on mid-range jumpers. So they are shooting the ball very well still. 61% on the game. Jazz are at 51, just 4 of 14 for 3. And the Jazz have not been to the line hardly at all. Neither team has, actually. Only four free throws taken in the game, two by each side. Just stay close. Give yourself a chance. Bonga, whose long length seemed to bother Joe a little bit. Ingles penetrates, kicks to O'Neal, hard drive to the basket. A lot of contact, and O'Neal finishes the rim. Boy, has he improved in that area maybe more than anything else, Ron, his rim finishing. Yeah, he really struggled with last season, but this year. Beal, step back in the lane, no good. Rebound, Gobert. He actually struggled with his rookie year, Ron. He's actually fixed it a little bit last year. So you're absolutely right on your memory of the struggles as Ingles fires a three. As he went from 57% to 68% last year to 70% this year. Bradley Beal pulls up on a three. They call a foul on Royce O'Neal. The foul is on Jan Mahimi. Aaron Smith, the official, is pretty insistent, and maybe he's right. But the way it looked from here is that Mahimi hit Bradley Beal on the shot. Or they're calling Royce O'Neal on a foul on Jan Mahimi, not on the shooter, and they'll take it on the side. That is the correct call. Okay, that makes sense then. But Beal was untouched. 56-46, Wizards by 10, three minutes left. Starting lineup is on the floor for the Wizards with Troy Brown Jr. out of Oregon in as well. Beal working inside. Great footwork. Turns around and scores it. Second leading scorer in the NBA. He's having his way tonight. Pass up top by Gobert. An automatic stolen by Brown. Dunk the other way. That's just assuming that he's open and not really looking at the defense. 60 to 46. Bogdanovich big step through the lane and scores it. Their defense is not that great. No, just right now they're hot. They're 30th in the NBA defense. They've been 15th recently. Beal going one on one on Bogdanovich, hesitates, comes around the sideline, steps out of bounds. Steps on the baseline. Moutier goes out of the game. Clarkson goes in. Without John Wall, Beal is really showing he can lead a team. Quinn Snyder is going down to the edge of the bench to talk to Emmanuel Moutier. He took him out of the game with a purpose of a conversation. And probably 
well, if it was enough time on the clock, was sticking right back in the ball game. Remember, that was something that he would do, you know, quite a bit last season or maybe two seasons ago when probably more teaching then than with some of the players would take him out, make his point, put him right back in the ball game, just showing you that I have confidence in you. 60 to 48, Jazz down 12. Ingles, top to Gobert. Bogdanovich comes to get it on the curl play at the top, attacking the tin. Finishes and fouled. He'll buy one. He'll get one free. And Boyan Bogdanovich has 19 first-half points for the Jazz right now. Bogdanovich played here briefly. Acquired from Brooklyn in a trade before then signing with Indiana as a free agent. I'm always surprised, and maybe I shouldn't be at this point, that how he's finishing at the rim. I mean, Dehemi challenges the play at, at six foot eleven. You would think that he would get some of those shots blocked, but he really doesn't. Bogdanovich makes the free throws. Got twenty in the first half tonight. But the Jazz trail by nine with two minutes left. Jazz defense has not checked into the game yet. Sixty-one percent shooting for the Wizards. Bonga, top to Beal, second leading scorer in the NBA. Works off a Mahimi pick, and then a foul on Royce O'Neal. Royce frustrated, having a hard time staying with Bradley Beal. Literally says to the official, what are you going to let me do? It's his third foul. Beal's the fifth leading scorer in the NBA, Ron corrects me. I had him as the second, wonder why. My bad. 60 to 51. Beal works inside the paint, kicks to the corner, pass deflected out of bounds. Off Moutier, nice play by Emmanuel. Obviously Harden leads the league in scoring. Adjokumbo at 29.8. Donich, Dunkic at 29.1. Trey Young at 28.9. And Bradley Beal at 27.8. <laughs> Mahimi puts the dribble down, goes right into the chest to Gobert, and took some sort of something to the jaw, and a foul on Gobert. We'll send Mahimi to line. Jan Mahimi is the last player left who played for Quinn Snyder with the Austin Spurs. And Mahimi was drafted in 2005, and he's the only one still left? Well, there's in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, they, the others exist. They still live. We just oh, won't. Right. We it's just won't. Like he was yeah, I didn't dead or something. Huh? <laughs> they exist. I guess that was the wrong phrasing on my part. They still exist. They just don't have a presence in our NBA world. Mahimi makes both free throws. 62-51. Ingles off a Gobert pick. Attacking. Oh, he spun Jan Mahimi around with a fake and a layup. Oh, goodness gracious. Where's the scouting report on that? He gets one a game. They got two of them in this quarter. Isaiah Thomas pull up mid-range jumper is good. Another mid-range bucket for the Wizards who have hit four of eight from three but are living in the mid-range. Ingles, they go under the pick. He thinks about a three. He goes out to Bogdanovich. Gives to Gobert. They go under a pick. Bogdanovich fires the three and misses. Bogdanovich has 20 points on eight of 12 shooting. Jazz are down 64-53. High pick and roll. Isaiah Thomas, another floater, another basket. This is incredible. They are defying all statistical logic right now. 
which means it should end over the course of a game. But right now, they can are scoring at will. 60 to 653. Bogdanovich in the corner. Guarded by McCray. Right corner. Jabs, fires a three, swirls out. And then Bogdanovich trips over a coach going the other way and turns his ankle. Turnover, Bogdanovich is back the other way, limping to the basket. He dunks and... Bogdanovich is injured. He's gonna fight through it because he's Boyan Bogdanovich. But a coach on the side tripped him and he turned his ankle on it. Well, most times players take that shot. I saw Niang do it just the other night when he had his spurt where he takes the shot and he steps back off the floor into yeah. the coaches. It wasn't the coach's fault at all yeah. watching the replay. Bogdanovich yeah. stepped really far back and turned his ankle back on the coach's foot. The foot, coach's foot was actually under the bench a little bit. Here's Beal. Pull up mid-range jumper, no good. Rebound Moutier, two seconds, one second. Pushes ahead to Clarkson, three at the horn, no good on the bank. 66-55. The Jazz are down 11 at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. down 66-55 and coach Lamar Skeeter joins us. They seem to be attacking you on the baselines. What do you need to do to handle that defensively? Uh, you know, really just contain the ball and, and get contests. Uh, you know, they're, they're quick. They got a, good, a lot of good drivers. Uh, but if we can contain the ball a little better and, and start some transition, get matched up, uh, keep the ball out of the paint and then contest when they do shoot. What was your feeling on offensive ball movement in the first half? Uh, I think we got a little bit of stagnant. Um, you know, they, they went under some of our stuff, so, you know, we got to have quick decisions no matter what it is, whether it's an under, whether it's a swing and a drive or a swing and a shot, you know, whatever the situation is, just quick decision and make our reads. Lamar, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. That's Lamar Skeeter, Jazz assistant coach, as we get underway here in the second half. And simultaneously to Lamar explain it to us, they, Jazz did exactly the opposite of what he said they needed to do defensively, which was they did not handle the dribble penetration of Bradley Beal, and they got another baseline basket. And they did exactly what he did say offensively, which is they went under on a Bogdanovich pick. Rudy reacted quickly, and Ingles drove and drove a foul. But Ingles got hit in the right rib cage and seems to be holding on to that rib cage as the Jazz inbound here, and Bogdanovich draws a foul. So two plays into the first half, the Jazz already have got two fouls on Washington. And he quickly checks to see if there's a foul discrepancy, which there was. Eight to three were the fouls called in the first half on the Jazz for Washington, so that'll equalize, because it always does. Here's Bogdanovich, right-hand drive, attacking the 10 and scoring, and Ron, you were saying you were surprised in the first half he gets there. We saw it at a better angle. He really uses some hesitation. He, he slows up just a little bit, and now, now his shoulder's in a great position because he's ahead of the defender, and he can just put it off the glass. I don't care how tall you are, I guess you're not gonna block that shot. Beal on a tight curl off Mahimi, and a foul called on Ingles. So with Royce O'Neal with three fouls, they have put Joe Ingles on Bradley Beal. He's running off curls on each sideline. And the Jazz are having a hard time. They're catching him on the backside of the curl with a pass. So he's already heading downhill. And he uses screens so well. So Joe is on his backside, as you mentioned, when he comes off those picks. Here he is off a dribble pick and roll. Crosses over, sees Gobert, tries to go out to the wing, goes up and under, throws it back out into the backcourt. And the two-time defensive player of the year has an impact. Jazz are down 11, 68-57 as we open the third quarter. The Jazz have won eight straight. The Wizards have won four of their last seven with wins 
over Boston and Miami and Denver. So they've been good wins. The Jazz are playing without Donovan Mitchell. Washington got Bradley Beal and Thomas Bryant back, and they were impactful. Ingles working the left side. Finds Gobert on the roll, and he gets pushed in the back and finishes. Wow. No friends and family discount from Jan Mahimi there. Those two guys had dinner together last night, but if you're about to be dunked on, you shove your good buddy right in the back and make him contort into a fairly uncomfortable position. You're absolutely right because Rudy had to reach back. He would already been pushed underneath the basket, so he had to reach back to Bohemi in order to score. Rudy misses a free throw. This is becoming a little bit of a struggle for Rudy, 63% over the last 10 games. Nine-point game, Jazz down. Isaiah Thomas... Top to Gary Payton. Could you imagine that backcourt? This one's a little different than that version. Here's Isaiah Thomas. Left side, Bradley Beal on a curl. Jump stops in the lane, attacking Gobert. Wild left-hand shot, no good. Rebound out of bounds off Mahimi. So Gobert, two plays in a row, eliminating Bradley Beal at the rim. Bradley Beal, 12 points in the first half. He's playing on a, looks to be about a 24-minute restriction. Six minutes in each stint. Left side, Royce O'Neal, Jazz second best three-point shooter. Top to Bogdanovich, who has 24 points. Playing the lead dog without the play of Donovan Mitchell. Cross-court pass, stolen by Bonga. Fast break, Bradley Beal missed an easy layup. Uncontested by the three-fouled Royce O'Neal. O'Neal rotates, Moutier to Bogdanovich. Left corner, three, Boyan! With a fist pump going back the other way. Six-point game has not been this close for some time. Bogdanovich has 27. Gary Payton, the second. Played at Salt Lake Community College. Driving, finishing with a left-hand layup. He has had a wild and crazy road to finally get to the NBA, and he got signed to a contract for the rest of the year here. Leads the league in a bunch of defensive categories. Steals. Ingles comes off a Gobert pick. Wraps it out to Bogdanovich in the corner. Closed by Bonga. Bogdanovich tries to force up a three, trying to get the foul. Bonga pulled his hand back. Bonga rebounds and brings the drive, spinning to the basket. Gobert's there, and they call a foul on Rudy. Rudy does not agree. Quinn's trying to check whether he's 100% positive. And I, I think we now have a technical foul on Rudy Gobert. Remember earlier this year, the Jazz tried to challenge a call after a technical free throw. Once that technical free throw is taken, you can no longer challenge. One of those rules they had to figure out as they moved along in this process. There's been a bunch of them with this new replay rule. It seems as though they've been made on the fly. Utah Jazz play-by-play is proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Start your home improvement project with home equity line of credit with Golden West Credit Union for just 1.99 APR fixed. For the first six months, no fees apply at GWCU.com. Excuse me, GWCU.org. Bonga with the free throw. Makes them both. Wizards had an unusually good mid-range two shooting first half, 11 of 18. We'll see if they can maintain that. Jazz had an unusually bad three-point shooting half at four of 18. Ingles driving into the defense, throws up a wild shot, one to call, didn't get it, it was an air ball. Bong on the push, leaves behind for Beal, to the rack, layup good. 
Joe Ingles just never re-engaged in the play after not getting the whistle, and Bradley Beal beat him down the floor. Jazz are down 13. You cannot make plays like that. And now an offensive foul on Gobert as Beal sneaks underneath him for a whistle. This is a key moment right now. The whistles are not going the Jazz way. They're frustrated. They don't have their guy. And now let's see if they can stay engaged. Joe got burned on the last one. And when you're down 11, you really can't afford to be making mistakes like that. that that's for sure. You, you got baited into a foul there with Rudy with, with Beal. Steps underneath him. 9-0 run by the Wizards after the Jazz cut it down to six points. Here comes Beal on a curl. Gobert shadowing him. He steps back for a mid-range jumper and hits. This is a key mo- this, is a- this might be where we look back at this ballgame because the Jazz had cut it to six, had all the momentum in the world, and now an 11-0 run. Ingles driving, stops, flares it out to O'Neal. Open three from the top, good. Jazz now six of 20 from three. That's the Jazz's second best three-point shooter. Isaiah Thomas. Top to Mahimi. Bradley Beal's super aggressive. He knows he's only playing 24 minutes. So he is take, he is shooting a shot a minute right now. Beal comes off, fires a three from the top. It's no good. Rebound, Gobert. He's using screens and holding the ball, that's for sure. Ingles comes off a Gobert pick and a foul on Gary Payton, the second. Jazz are down 12, 7.40 left. Your WCF insurance efficiency report reminding you to be careful out there. Boyan Bogdanovich, 11 of 17 with 27 points. Another pick and roll for Ingles. Stops, gives it out to Moutier. Holds it, now penetrates, kicks to Joe. Feet set, ball wet, splash. Three ball, Joe Ingles, and the Jazz get it back to nine. 77-68, they're back up to 33% shooting from three. Thomas in the lane, kick out to Gary Payton the second. The left-hander's three is no good. Rebound comes down to Bogdanovich. He gets bothered in the backcourt, dribbles off his foot. Moutier runs it down. Got a hustle, got a hustle. Moutier gets across the half line barely and then just goes coast to coast. Big steps to the rack and draws the foul. Well, as dire as it looked a moment ago when the Jazz were on the wrong end of a 9-0 run, I might make the exact opposite comment right now that that single play right there Flips the game a little bit. The Jazz made a mistake, and Washington relented, and now the Jazz come back. Moutier going coast to coast after the Jazz just about had a shot uh, backcourt violation and has a chance for a three-point play. And the Jazz 8-0 run to the Wizards 9-0 run. And if he makes this free throw, it'll be 8-0. Moutier makes the free throw. So now 9-0 run answered by a 9-0 run. Guess we learned a little bit. That seemed like a big moment. The Jazz answered that bell. 77-71, Jazz down six. 6.53 left in the third. Here's Beal. As I mentioned, being super aggressive in his minutes. Bounce pass to Mahimi, attacking his buddy Gobert. Missing wildly. Rebound Ingles. Outlet O'Neal. Driving to the rack. Bonga cuts underneath him and fouls him. And the Jazz now have a little bounce to their step. Quinn Snyder high-fives Emmanuel Moody at the timeout. Bogdanovich taps Gobert on the back of the head. Ingles clapping to all the guys. Little juice from the Jazz who are down six and feel like they're making inroads on the Jazz Radio Network.
Jan Mahimi and Quinn Snyder spend a moment together. As the timeout comes out, as I mentioned earlier, Mahimi played for Quinn in Austin. Royce O'Neal's going to the line. Here's what's happened in the quarter. Jazz were down 11 to start the quarter. They cut it down to 68-62. And you felt like the Jazz were coming. And then the Jazz kind of had a mental block. And Washington made a bunch of plays, to their credit. And the Wizards went on a 9-0 run to go up 77-62. And quite frankly, it felt like it was drifting away from Utah. And Utah has now answered on a 10-0 run of their own as O'Neal makes the first free throw, as well as the second. And now all of a sudden, the game is closer than it has been since the first quarter. When the Jazz trailed at the end of one by 11, it's now 77-73. The Wizards have won four of their last seven. The Jazz have won eight straight as Bradley Beal's three's no good. The rebound ricochets out long to Mahimi. New possession, eight on the clock. Isaiah Thomas. Working in the paint, guarded by Moutier, spinning. Bounce pass to the corner to Beal. Two on the shot clock. He'll fire a contested three. It's an air ball. And they'll, Jazz will not get transition out of it. The first quarter, the Jazz fell behind early in that quarter to the Wizards. Midway through, they fell behind 20-17. to 17. Washington went on a 12-4 run. If the Jazz score here, it will be the closest it's been since the Jazz were within 20-17. to 17. Bogdanovich trying to think about going to Gobert in the post. Instead, Bogdanovich, who has 27 points already tonight, bumps and backs the diminutive Isaiah Thomas, spins on him, gets fouled. They'll get two, point, two shots. Anytime, and likely two points the way he's shooting free throws. Anytime you have a guy five foot nine guarding you, you post him up at the free throw line. And that's exactly what Boyan did there. Bogdanovich, who had a season-high 35 the other night, has 27 already tonight. And the Jazz have won eight straight, 13 of their last 14. Have now cut what a moment ago was the largest deficit of the night of 15 at 77-62 to 77-74. You know, I was wondering, okay, what kind of adjustments are the Jazz going to make? I don't see anything different right now other than maybe the defense is better. Because right now they seem to be getting the same type of shots that they were getting in the first half. But the defense seems to be a little bit strong. Well, Fred, there's good. The only thing I think is interesting is that Bradley Beal did not just check out at the six-minute mark right now, which he did in the first half. We thought he was on a 24-minute minute restriction. Beal comes around to curl, drives, pass deflected by Gobert. Still picked up by O'Neal. Two-time defensive player of the year. O'Neal coast-to-coast. He draws McCray defensively, and McCray knocks it away. Jazz looking to tie. Game is not, has had three lead changes and one tie. They were all early. The Jazz' largest lead all night was at five when they led it 11 to six. So it's been all Washington till just now. Bogdanovich bumping, backing on a low pick from Gobert. He'll step back, fire for the tie from the left side, 15 feet out and miss. Bertans with the rebound. Better pick him up because he'll shoot from anywhere. Backdoor cut. Beal met at the rim by Gobert. He misses. Bradley Beal against Rudy Gobert and the two-time defensive player wins. Bogdanovich, baseline drive, kicks to O'Neal. Ball fakes to Carson, drives, back out top to Moutier. Bad pass, he has to run it down. Sets his feet, pulls behind the three-point line, fires. No! Gobert takes your trash and turns it into a gem. A follow jam for Rudy. And we're tied at 77. First tie since 2-2. Isaiah Thomas kicks to Bertans, corner three, hit on the arm by Moutier. 
Bertans takes the most catch and shoot threes of anyone in the league and is one of the best at making them. So he is a real threat. Bradley Beal will check out here at the five. Well, maybe not. Maybe Isaiah Thomas will check out. Bertans free throw is good. He's going to get three of them. Jazz did not get much tonight out of Rajon Tucker or Tony Bradley off the bench. Free throws are good. Isaiah Thomas checks out, so Bradley Beal stays in. Now here comes the substitution. Tony Brown Jr. checks in. Bradley Beal sits down. So Beal played a little bit more in this quarter than he did in the first half. One minute. Which means he's probably still on the sixth. Yes. 24th minute. And Scott Brooks was on the wrong side of a run and just decided to wait till the trainer told him he had to take him out. Yeah. <laughs> 80 to 77, three point Wizards lead. That was the first points by the Wizards since the 825 mark. We're at 450. Bogdanovich in the lane, right hand floater, too hard off the handle. Gobert tips it up and in. Rudy Gobert took all of his wingspan, reached out behind him, and flipped it back up with a masterful touch and it's a one point game 80 to 79 Rudy's got himself six points driving is Smith air ball why Rudy Gobert wow he is incredible right now here comes Moutier turns the defender around Nash dribbles passes it out to Gobert and gets deflected McCray standing out of bounds when he touches it Rudy wasn't expecting that pass that was an excellent play there by Moutier but he wasn't expecting the bounce pass inbound comes to Clarkson in the wing he spins baseline, beats Brown, goes to the basket. A lot of contact, no whistle. Finishes Utah leads at 81-7, 81-80. First lead of the quarter. First lead since the first quarter. McCray was a bona fide scorer. 30 a game in the G League last year. Late second round draft pick. Gives to Bryant his 20-footers. No good. Mid-range shots are eventually not going to go in. 81-80. Moutier, open floor, leaves to Gobert. Here comes Clarkson for the ball. Clarkson has it outside the right wing. Working down the post. Just bogarts the guy in and floats it up and in. That was too easy. And the Utah Jazz have taken an 83-80 lead on what is now, I believe, a 19-2 run by the Jazz. Timeout. Scott Brooks on eight-game win streak on the line. And the Jazz are answering here in the second half on the Jazz Radio Network. taken an 83-80 lead and the most noticeable difference to me Ron is Rudy Gobert had very little impact on this game in the first half and he is really suddenly having a defensive impact tonight. So if there was a difference in what I the comments that I made earlier that the Jazz defense is better it is because of Rudy Gobert but offensively they're you know heck they scored 55 points in that first half so you have to think that you know defensively it has to be that the defense is better and Rudy is the, is the key. Down low, Bryant working on Gobert, has to give it up, throws it, throws it out of bounds off Pertons. Lauren Holzkamp says it's off Niang. Niang acts demonstratively and then may have, for all we know, been fibbing. 
Threw his hands up in the air. Like, the coaches on the other side said something to him. Ish Smith working the top. Smith has been a dynamic scorer for Washington with all their injuries. He works in the mid-range, fades back, misses, long rebound Bryant. He plays for Washington. McCray, an off-the-bench scorer, forces up a shot and draws a foul with Moody on his hip. Players don't like the whistles much. We're too far away to tell you whether they're any good or not. And players aren't actually... I mean, this town might understand that. Players have a tendency to have a um, agenda in their point of view and don't always seem to be give us the truth in their actions. And I, I don't know if anyone around here in this district would have any understanding of that, but I think there's a chance. 83-80. Are you? Splitting of the free throws are good by McCray. Which, on the theme of our discussion, splitting so it, of everything. So is it like <laughs> stretching the truth or just well, Sometimes it's just blatantly lying. lying. But yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really a whole lot of everything in this town. Here comes Clarkson. Big steps to the rack. Gets a shot knocked away, and it's run down in the corner by Bertans. Utah still leads at 83-81 with three minutes left. Bertans, catch and shoot three. Good man. Wow. He came off of right to left. Airspace fading the wrong direction and hit it. Bounce pass from Ingles to Gobert and Rudy's fouled at the rim. The story on how Bertans ended up in Washington is quite something. So if you recall in the offseason, the Spurs are going to sign Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris, though, basically reneges on his deal to be able to sign maybe something else people in this town would understand. Um, <laughs> to be able to get the deal done with Marcus Morris, the Spurs had to release or trade Davis Bertans to get rid of his salary. They moved him to Washington. Then Marcus Morris reneged on the deal and went to New York, and the Spurs were without Davis Bertans. That is a great pickup by Washington. Absolutely. And he is having a breakout year. Rudy Gobert has been struggling at the line, makes both, and the Jazz go back up 85-84. 2.44 left here in the third quarter. Bryant, right side to McCray. McCray's their primary scorer on the floor right now. Without Bradley Beal with John Wall energy, drives on Gobert and gets his shot blocked. Bryant gets the offensive rebound, shot clock's at five. They rotate to the corner, Troy Brown, the junior, not a great shooter, fires up a three, it swirls around off the glass and back in. He could not do that again if he tried. 87-85, Jazz down two. Ingles, left side, kicks up to Clarkson, catch and shoot three for the Jazz, good. The Jazz are the number one catch and shoot three team in the NBA at 42%. The next closest is 39, Miami. It's all because of the ball movement. Is Smith, mid-range hopper. Off the back handle, another long rebound to Washington. They're getting the 50-50 ball. Some of them are coming right to him, though. Here comes McCray, thinking about challenging Gobert. Thinks better of it. Bryant will, though, and then wraps around. Gobert comes back the other side, knocks it away, but it's tipped up and in. That will never be seen, but it's one of the most incredible defensive plays I've seen. Rudy just defended shots on both sides of the rim at the same time. Ingles driving. A lot of contact, misses, Gobert gets the rebound, it's fouled on the way up. Jazz pounding the Ingles-Gobert pick and roll, which has been super successful recently. 
His first personal foul. In fact, now on the season, that pick and roll play averages 1.1 point per possession, which is in the elite category. Recently, it's been about 1.25. Savelet Autoglass, your local glass expert, is proud to present Master of the Glass rebounding program. At the end of the regular season, Safelite will donate $5 for every rebound secured from this year's leading rebounder with all proceeds benefiting the neighborhood house. Tony Bradley's been at the scores table for an awfully long time. Well, Rudy Gobert keeps going to the free throw line, right. so he can't use it. Or he can't. With Rudy Gobert at the free throw line for two, let's hear from Rudy about who he tried to be and who he tried to play as he was growing up. All right, we'll hold off on that for a second. Tied at 89 as Gobert makes the first free throw. Here's what Rudy had to say. I wasn't pretending to be anyone, to be honest. I was just, yeah, I was just being myself. I was trying to get better and, you know, just try to, every day, just learn. Not surprised Rudy wanted to be his own star. Here's McCray. Crossover, step back three, no good. Ingles battling for the rebound. Tucker has it. Ahead to Clarkson. Tied at 89, a minute and five seconds left here in the third quarter. Rudy Gobert hands it off to Ingles. Ingles left hand drive, gets it deflected, stops, shoves it back outside to Clarkson. Right hand drive to the rack, finger roll layup, good. Jordan Clarkson seems to get up on guys faster than they realize. Yeah, and he's very good at, at putting his body in sh on, a, on a defender and shooting from that point. Ish Smith penetrating, cut off by Tucker. Tries nifty footwork, goes nowhere. Back up top to McCray. McCray, 10 on the shot clock. High pick and roll with Brian, attacking Gobert. Crossing over, passes right off the chest of Tucker, but over to Smith. Three on the shot clock. Smith goes in and out, right-hand dribble. Pulls up from mid-ranger and hit it. Here's Smith ties us at 91. A game without ties is now bouncing back and forth with ties. 30 seconds left in the third, tied at 91. Jazz can't get a two-for-one out of this, so they'll work the clock down a little bit. Tony Bradley has never gotten in this game. Unlike when Rudy Gobert's way in check-in, Quinn Snyder did not call the timeout to get him in either. Here's the high pick and roll with Ingles. Snakes back to his left hand. Holds it. Lobs it down low to Rudy. He's at the rim and he scores it. Ten seconds left. 93-91. Rudy Gobert with a nice quarter of basketball. Has 13 points and 11 rebounds. 11 points in the quarter. Left side, Smith. Floats it up and air balls. Gobert and Tucker run into each other and go down like dominoes. I was reading a study yesterday about the size of dominoes and how the force one can push another and the smaller one can push the bigger one. That literally is what we had there. Tucker knocked Gobert over. It was one domino and then one time five size went over. All right, yes, yeah, that's why I spent my free time reading. I didn't know the value of it, but I got to share it there. 93-91, the Jazz leading going to the fourth quarter tonight. And Utah is, or this afternoon, and the Jazz are 20-4. and four when they lead going to the fourth quarter this year on the Jazz Radio Network. Fourth quarter, Utah leading it, 93-91, playing without Donovan Mitchell. Clarkson driving to the rim, gets blocked by Bertans, gets it back and puts it back up and in. 95-91, Ron and I were speculating during the break what will be the go-to play late in the game tonight without Donovan. It'll be interesting to see. That might be it right there. We saw Ingles knocks away a pass, steals it in the backcourt, rises for three in transition. No good off the back handle. That would have been a, quite a start to the quarter. Bertans 
He does the same thing, and he misses badly. Tony Bradley rebounds. Bradley's in the game. Gobert has played 30 minutes already tonight, so it'll be interesting to see when he checks back in the game. He never checked out in the second quarter because he was the only one going to the line. Clarkson, guarded by Bertans, taking him one-on-one. In the lane, jump stop, fade back, score. Oh, oh no. Oh no, Dave Davis Bertans. That is not going to end well. 97-91, Jazz with their largest lead of the night at six. Tony Brown Jr., left side three, no good, or jumper no good. Rajon Tucker rebounds. Tucker getting his first second half minutes for the Jazz. Squeeze, pick and roll for Ingles. Has Bertans on him. Comes off a Bradley pick, now has Bryant switched on him. Joe's losing the dribble, recollects with seven. They space, Joe crosses over, left to right. Gets in the lane, pushes off, and gets fouled. I might agree with my call on that play more than the official's call on that, just if anyone is wondering. Well, so many players do that. I mean, especially when the player's up on them, if they extend the arm, then well, Joe did he'll get the call. He didn't manner. really extend the arm. He did it with the basketball, actually. Yeah. He had both hands on the ball, and he shoved him away. And then when he went up with a shot, he got hit on the arm. So he definitely did get fouled. Free throw's good. Jazz. Oh, and for the first time tonight, we get to see the seven foot two Latvian, Pazizniks, who just got signed to a guaranteed contract for the year. I'm so. It must be. Bryant must have hit his number, minute number. Because Bryant's been playing well, but he was under a more restrictive minutes, and he just went to 15 minutes, and they took him out. Bertans beats Niang to the basket. Layup, good. First time George has gotten exposed there. Well, 99-93. You play him for the jumper, and he puts the ball yeah. on the floor finally. He's a good player, isn't he? Another yeah. Latvian. Left elbow pull-up jumper for Clarkson. No good. Rebound comes to Brown. Jordan Clarkson picking up some of the offensive slack tonight as 19. And into the lane going at Niang again. And this time it's McCray, and he draws the foul and the finish. And the Jazz lead is suddenly evaporating. This is a, there's a lot of possessions tonight. Washington plays the fourth highest pace of play. We play a little bit slower. The pace is actually more in our direction tonight. We're at about a 100 possession game instead of the 105 or six or seven that Washington wants to play. But it feels as though it's a fast paced game with the way the game's swinging back and forth, Ron. Gray makes the free throw. And what they do very, very well is when they run after made buckets, they usually get something good out of it. Clarkson. Peel action with Niang. George rolls to the basket. Gets foul. He can't quite finish. But he'll get two free throws. Visit Smith's Food and Drug for easy home delivery in a fast as one hour. Or some enjoy same-day pickup at the store. Low prices market fresh at Smith's. George George at the line. Joe Ingles had some interesting thoughts. Free throw's good. On. I'm not surprised at well, that. Yeah, that, that I, on both Royce O'Neal and George Niang and their pass to the league. I think they've just followed me. I'm, I'm a mentor for them. They've followed every step of my career, and I'm proud that, I'm proud that I've got two young fellas following. No, nah, they've been, I mean, 
they deserve it. They've they've worked hard. I remember them both coming in. I think the first time I met Royce was in LA or San Diego or something in a preseason thing we did. And from that day, he's he's worked his ass off to get to where he is now. And, and same with George. Thank you, Joe. Three by Bertans, no good. Nice rebound by Bradley. Clarkson meandering in the paint. Curls out on the far side. He's got the 7-2 Latvian guarding him at 25 feet. He drives left, beats him to the basket, dives into him and draws the foul. Jordan Clarkson's got a little something to him. And Ron Boone, Quinn Snyder in his media session today, kind of tried to allude to it. Like, I think what he really wanted to say, and maybe there's, and maybe I shouldn't be saying, there's a little swag to Jordan Clarkson. There's a little something to him. He called it a passion. He called it a bunch of different things. But there's... There's a little bit of, I'm going to go take you here, and we didn't have that before. Well, you, you, you didn't, did you see the bench? And did you see Quinn up on the floor telling Niang to get away so he can take him one-on-one? There's some swag there. And he knows the pace and, and you know, at six foot, what is six foot four, that he can shoot over the t- and draw fouls getting to the basket. Quinn Snyder said about him, he's got an energy to him. You can feel his passion. It impacts the group. He isn't defined by himself as someone who has to score. He's willingly unselfish. He's battling it hard on the defensive end. A collection of comments as the Wizards miss on the right side. 103-96. Jazz up by seven, equaling their one short of their largest lead, I think. Ingles on the right side. Step back three, short. Bradley, offensive tip back to Tucker. Underhand scooped in the end. Right side, Clarkson. Clarkson holds it. Drives the baseline. Goes behind his back. He now works to the middle, tries to step through, does, and misses. But Tony Bradley taps it up and in. 105-96. Tony Bradley doing what Tony Bradley does well, has seven rebounds. And the Jazz lead it by nine, looking for their ninth straight win on the Jazz Radio Network. NBA now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. James Harden. Gorky to the corner, pulls up on the three, misses it off the heel. Harden has the rebound. Harden looking to push up ahead. It's House running the floor, and he jams it with the right hand. Wiggins didn't get back. House took advantage. Harden takes the off arm, shoves into the chest of Graham, knocking him down, and then fires a three at the buzzer and hits it. 32% three-point shooter. This is not bad. Gets one to go. That's his first of the game. Harden just reached 20,000 points in his career. (laughs) Houston last night gets the win. James Harden had 20,000 points in his career. Jazz have taken a 105-96 lead here with 8.46 left. Out of the timeout, Troy Brown, free throw line jumper, no good, Moutier rebounds. You know what's come back to the law of averages, Ron? The mid-range jumping, jump shooting of the Washington Wizards, which was an incredible 11 of 18 in the first half, is suddenly not going in. High pick and roll, Clarkson with Tony Bradley. Clarkson wraps it around to Bradley, gets kicked out of bounds by Brown. Nice defensive play by Washington. By the way, not that it's this time of year or anything, but who could relent? The, forget this comment. If the Jazz win tonight, they move in, or the today, excuse me, since it's 3.30, the Jazz move into second in the Western Conference with their ninth straight win. If you're heading down the canyons, tuning in after a great ski day, hope you loved it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll update you on this one as Bogdanovich catches left side. He's got 29 points. He drives, jump stops, finishes at the rim, ring the bell. 30 points for Boyan Bogdanovich.
Donovich. That's brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus of Linden. Inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. You probably won't get a 30-point bell otherwise, unless the one other game that's going on with the Knicks in Miami has it. Ish Smith trying to take Rudy Gobert. Mid-range jumper, no good. Rebound comes to Moutier. I've seen one team deal with Rudy Gobert out in the space correctly. Clarkson, transition three, right corner swirled out. 107-96, that could have been a bit of a dagger. Jazz were down by 15 in the third quarter of this game. Down 77-62. And since then, it has been a rout. McCray, right side, pull-up jumper, good. That is a professional scorer that's had a hard time getting into the league. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. 7.35 left in the ballgame. I think this is more where he's talking to Jordan Clarkson, but I thought this was more of a, a rest timeout. This pace has been tremendous and what Absolutely. the Jazz are not used to. And Quinn had not used one of his timeouts, so he actually has three left still. And so he has another one he can use coming up here if he used that one correctly. And that's exactly what he did. We'll come back with more on the Jazz Radio Network. number for you. I'm going to give you one right here as Bradley Beal gets ready to check back in the game for the Wizards and the Jazz lead at 107.98. League average offensive rating, you've gotten used to this, is 110, right? Yes. 1.1 points when you cross half court. 110. If the Jazz offensive rating on a given night is 107 or better, so a little bit below league average, it'd be about 22nd in league offense, they are 21 and 1. If we play average offense, or a little bit below it, we're 21 and one on the season. So, okay, so that would be, you'd have to have a defensive number to go along with that. Gobert working in the paint, takes a five foot left foot, left hand hook, no good. Right now our offensive rating is a 127, by the way. 107.98. The point is that our defense is so consistent that even if we're a little below average offensively, we actually win. Bradley, in the one time we lost, I think it was in Milwaukee without Gobert. Bradley Beal, three, no good. Back tapped out. Three ball is Smith, no. Gobert battling for it. We're going to have a whistle and a foul. I think it's going to be on Gobert for hitting Bradley Beal on the rebound. Gobert gives a thumbs up to Quinn Snyder. Like, I did do that. I don't think Quinn Snyder for one second was planning on, on challenging that, but that's at least communication. Jazz win tonight. They moved to tied with the Clippers, second in the Western Conference. Well, they need another three strong minutes, I think. 6.47 left. Beal, the fourth lead, fifth leading scorer in the league, is back in the game. Here's Smith, guarded tightly by Clarkson. Drive, crossover, razzle, dazzle, contested jumper, no good. Rebound, Moutier. They are now three, two of 11 on mid-range jumpers in the second half after going 11 of 18 in the first half. Moutier, low pick. Gets in the lane, fades back for his little shot and hits it. That's his go-to shot there. That's his signature move right there. Well, just go. He's two for two tonight on it, so he is now 15 of his last 27 in that range. Yeah. So is that go-to? That's <laughs> over 50. Yes, it is. Ron Boone's calculator. He works quickly. Left pick and roll by Beal, and he ball fakes Gobert into the air, and that is Rudy's fifth foul. Rudy tried to give the impression to the official that he jumped to the right. Of Beal. That is Rudy's fifth foul. Yeah. Up 109-98. This gets interesting from a coaching standpoint. You either trust Rudy, who fouled out only once all of last year, or you give Tony Bradley two minutes right now, and you just try to sneak through two minutes 
to make sure you have Rudy late. And I am going to go without Donovan Mitchell. I think you've got to have Rudy on the floor for offensive purposes late in the game, Ron. I think Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles, or Rudy Gobert, Boyan Bogdanovich might be your go-to offensive play. So I think you have to bring in Tony Bradley, and that's what Quinn Snyder does. If Donovan's around, you might not do that. Beal makes the free throws. It's 109-100. Six to play, and Bradley's in the game for big fourth-quarter minutes, being marked by Jan Mahini. Emmanuel Moody at the pick. With, at the point, Donovan Mitchell not playing due to illness. Bogdanovich is the Jazz leader tonight with 31. He has it on the right side, isolated. Cross-court pass, back up to Moutier. Swings to O'Neal, doesn't take the shot. Gives back to Moutier. Three on the shot clock. Emmanuel, tough free throw line, jumper swirls out. Rebound to Brown. Jazz by nine, 5.40 to play. Brown on the right side, he played at Oregon. The left-hand dribble in at Bradley to the basket, scores it. He saw Tony Bradley, saw 13 instead of 27. And that was enough for Quinn Snyder. Yeah. Rudy Gobert's coming back in the game. Yeah, Tony just can't elevate. I mean, he stretches and he's very long. He's Bog- just... Bogdanovich guarded by Bongo, who's long. He was on Ingles earlier in the game. They run a pick toward Bogdanovich. He just fires the three as the pick comes and he misses. Boyan two of six and three. Washington really pushes. Fourth biggest pace of play team in the league. Bradley Beal lobs to the rim. Jan Mahimi lays it up and in. Quinn Snyder timeout. That's enough without Rudy Gobert. We lasted one minute without Rudy. Timeout on the floor. 109-104. Clutch time is ahead of the Utah Jazz and the Washington Wizards. And the Utah Jazz are the number four team in the NBA in clutch. They have the most wins. They're the sixth best offensive team and the third best defensive team. But the reason for that has been the incredible play of Donovan Mitchell in the clutch. Donovan Mitchell in the clutch is 12 of his last 21. 10 of his last 11 from the line. The Jazz have won eight of their last nine in the clutch. Tonight, they'll have to, this afternoon, they'll have to do it without Donovan Mitchell battling illness. Washington in the clutch, 16th offensively, 28th defensively, and 27th overall. And they'll go to Bradley Beal. And you can tell with Bradley Beal now with eh, how many minutes? He got 22 minutes in the ballgame. So you can see what Scott Brooks was doing. He was trying to save Bradley Beal to late in the fourth quarter. I would imagine that 24 minutes you talked about is going to turn into 27 minutes because I don't think he's going to come out of the ballgame. Nope. And it'd be interesting if we go to overtime. Bradley Beal in the clutch this year, however, is 5 of 24 shooting, 21%, 2 of 9 from 3. Davis Bertans has been their best clutch player, 5 of 11 from 3. Jordan McRae's been pretty good as well, 5 of 10. We'll see how disciplined Rudy Gobert can be. We don't need him fouling out, especially early in this uh, in the final five minutes. 104. Ingles is at the point with Mitchell unavailable, playing with Clarkson, Boyan, O'Neal, and Gobert. High pick and roll with Gobert. Clarkson takes the dribble, cuts in front of Rudy, fades back with a shot short. I think he wanted to, he says he got fouled. Well, you can see that Bradley Beal pushes Rudy underneath the basket. That may have been. Well, I thought he was going to lob. Yeah. yeah, you and I thought the same thing, but Clarkson said he got fouled. Here's Ingles guarding Beal. Beal fires a three off the bounce, no good. And he goes to 5 of 25 on the season in the clutch. 
4.26 left here in the fourth quarter. 109-104 Jazz. Ingles bounces to Gobert, rolling through the lanes. Fouled by Mahimi. And Rudy Gobert will take clutch free throws. And this is where the statistic, I will admit, is as much as I love my numbers, this is a bit flawed. The first free throw, if it goes in, then the second free throw is no longer a clutch free throw. I think they seem equally as important to me as I'm watching this game right now. Let's watch Tony Brown do a little coaching there on the sidelines. Boy, he's like a career assistant coach, isn't he? Free throw by Gobert, Ooh. barely nicks iron, and is an air ball almost. He's now 12 of 20 on free throws in the clutch this year. And this one, because he missed that, is now another clutch free throw. 109-104. Rudy's third quarter defense is our Vivint Smart Home. Defensive play of the game. Get a safer, smarter home you can control from anywhere. Vivint Smart Home. Home is everywhere. And everything. 110-104. Free throw by Gobert's good. It's a six-point game. Is Smith, Bradley Beal, Davis Bertans, Jan Mahimi, and Tony Brown Jr. For the Wizards. Here's Beal. He's been very aggressive. Went on the floor tonight. Works in the lane. Pass down low to Mahimi. Gobert's got five fouls. Mahimi lays it up and in. It's all right. Rather have Rudy not commit the foul. Four-point game. 110-106. Ingles, Clarkson, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, and Gobert for the Jazz. And Ingles comes off a Gobert pick, and they hold Gobert on the roll, and they're in the penalty. Yeah, Tony Brown. That is the fifth. So Players just don't use their hands in this league. You, you can get away with a little bit more than what they do. So Gobert will go to the free throw line. 110-106. So two big ones here for Rudy. 3.48 to play. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for easy home delivery. And as fast as one hour. Or enjoy same-day pickup at the store. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. And a timeout by Washington as they had one as well. Both coaches have now used their full allotment at the three-minute mark. If you have more than two timeouts, they take one away. So coaches like to use these in this time period. The league tried to make an effort to speed up the final three minutes of the game, and they just made the... Is that a Jerry Sloan rule? (laughs) Jerry used to take those timeouts, man. He'd have have a boatload of them by the end of the game. It's interesting how in the old days, you used to foul a lot more than you do now late in games. I think what's actually happened is the free throw shooting so good that it's not actually worth doing. 111-106, 3.48 to play. We're heading to Brooklyn. Actually, we're flying to New York tonight, and then we go and play Brooklyn on Tuesday and New Orleans on Wednesday. New Orleans lost last night without Derek Favors due to a hamstring, without J.J. Redick with a hamstring problem, and without Drew Holiday again. So the interesting to see who the Pelicans have by the time we get there on Thursday. For all we know, they might have the first pick of the NBA draft. Speaking of that, we're expecting to see Kyrie Irving because he will make he will return tonight after his mysterious injury. I thought he w- I thought he was going to be, from what I understand, next Sunday. Not. Oh, I thought it was tonight. I thought it was tonight against Atlanta. Was it really? You, I'm actually, I might believe you more than me on that one. To be totally honest, but I thought it was tonight. Yeah, they're playing Atlanta today. Actually, I saw the Brooklyn uh, social media account saying he's back, we're ready, or something like that. So okay. I think it's tonight. 
All right, Rudy Gobert at the line, 111-106. He made the first. Scott Brooks calls the timeout, and now the Frenchman's second free throw is short. Rudy's free throws are not good right now. 111-106. Tonight, Rudy's 5 of 9, which is right on his average recently. Yamahimi hands to Beal. Left-hand dribble. Gobert's back. Gobert's got five fouls. Beal attacks the basket and scores. Yeah, you can see Joe Ingles running to Bohemi and Rudy trying to stay with Bohemi there as well. So they, they got to, one of them needs to stay with Beal, keeping getting all the way to the basket. Clarkson off a Gobert pick. Drives, gets to the window, wraps it around to Rudy. He takes a two-hand thunder jam. 113-108. Five-point game, 3.07 left. Same play. And so what do you have to do? And now it's Royce O'Neal. So it's Beal off the Mahimi pick. He's going to fire a three this time. He's going to miss it, and the rebound's going to come to Gobert. And Bradley Beal's clutch three struggles continue. 113-108. Clarkson at the top. Two-man game with Bogdanovich. Turns the corner to the left. Hesitates. Bumps. Has a smaller Smith on him. Waits for the clear out being doubled, tries to pass through to Gobert, he does and he dunks. Still gets in. And Clarkson was fouled on the pass and the ball got through traffic and Rudy with back-to-back dunks. 115-108, Jazz by seven. Washington, 28th in the league in defense in the clutch and it's showing right now. Right side, Beal. 22 shots tonight, driving to the rack. Layup good. Well, Rudy not wanting to foul out is not gonna challenge well, at the rim. and up seven with 2.12 left. That's the right play. It's a five-point game now. 115-110. Bogdanovich has got the diminutive Smith. He's six feet tall. They double. Out to Ingles. Three ball. Joe Ingles. Pow! 118-110. Jazz scoring at an electrifyingly high rate right now. Beal in the lane. Crab dribbles. Out to Bertans for three. Good! Unbelievable. He is something else. 118, 113. Run what, clock run. What was San Antonio? I don't care if Marcus Morris or Nick. Why did San Antonio want Marcus Morris instead of Davis Bertans? 118, 113. Ingles Gobert pick and rolls the play without Donovan. He comes out to the left. Beal gets in on him. The ball goes out of bounds. The Jazz players do not like the way this game has been called tonight. Or this afternoon. If you're just joining, the Jazz were down by 15 in the third quarter. 77 to 62. Jazz looking for their ninth straight win. Washington's won four of their last seven. Ingles with four on the shot clock. Passes to the corner, deflected by Bertans out of bounds. Now 2.5 on the clock. One eighteen, one thirteen. Jazz by five. They went on a 21 to three run in the third quarter to take control of this game, and now are trying to hang on. Ingles inbounding, two on the shot clock. Bogdanovich contested three, right side air ball. Rudy taps, misses, gets it back and dunks with a little pull up on the back side of it. Third straight dunk for Rudy. 21 points and 13 rebounds for Rudy. 19 of them in the second half. Ron Boone, you're so good to me. Just take the stat yourself. He always writes Well, I didn't notes. want you to lose your flow. You had a flow going there. I'll just give you the numbers so you can put them in. 21 13. Here's Beal. And uh, into the body of him is O'Neal. Foul on the Jazz. That'll be the fourth team foul on the Jazz. They will now be in the penalty after this, but not on that. 117 to play. 120 113. Ron's so nice. He always hands me his notes. I'm like, take it. Ron Boone with an assist. That's a sentence not often said. <laughs> Mahimi. Back cut. Bradley Beal slam dunk. 
Well, Bradley Beal's going to fix his clutch shooting numbers tonight, though most of them have been down seven. 120-115. Minute to play. Jazz probably need a bucket, and it's over. Ingles and Gobert. Two-man game. Ingles, crafty, comes off a Gobert pick. Beal staying with him. Now comes off another Gobert pick. Ball gets deflected to Bogdanovich. Four on the clock. He drives on Bertans. Jump stop. Pulls up, misses. Rebound tipped. Out of bounds. Jazz ball, I think. They don't know. They're just going to review it. They just, hey, that's fine. That's why we got it. They just weren't sure. And frankly, I think, truthfully, I think it might be off Gobert. But Troy Brown of the Wizards, I think it was, acted like he was going to try to, or Ish Smith, acted like he was going to save it and then stopped at the last second when he wasn't going to get to it, which I think flustered the officials. So Smith's reaction was as though it was off Washington, but I think it's going to be off Rudy. Let's verify our point sometime. They do watch players to make sure that what happened. We just lost our signal of our replay. That's great. Siegfried and Jensen injury update brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Can I get the feed in my ear of Secaucus? The... So they're going to watch the replay on this one. Siegfried and Jensen have been injured, reviewing injury cases in Utah for the last 30 years. 120 to 115. If you spent your Sunday afternoon in the church or at the Cathedral of the Mountains and you're just tuning in, the Jazz trailed by 11 after 134-23. Bogdanovich picking up for no Donovan Mitchell due to illness tonight had eight in the first quarter. The Wizards led by 11 at the half, 66-55. But the Wizards were 11 of 18 from mid-range shots, whereas the Jazz were 4 of 18 from 3. Do you know I don't have anything? Are you getting anything right now? Okay. The By the end of 3, the Jazz, though, had taken control of the game on a 21-3 run late in the third. Bogdanovich had 29 at the end of 3, and the Jazz 3-point shooting actually had not improved greatly, but it got a little bit better in that quarter. Jordan Clarkson carrying some of the load had 15, and the Jazz led heading to the 4th. 93 to 91. Now the Jazz lead at 120 to 115. They've led by as many as 11 in the quarter. They have 31 from Bogdanovich, 21 from Gobert, 21 from Clarkson, 18 from Ingles. The Siegfried and Jensen injury up, or the Siegfried and Jensen, it's going to be off Washington, Utah ball. I actually think what they're watching here is that Ish Smith, who went to go save it, actually touched the basketball all the way back at the basketball standard. And it gives the ball to the Jazz. So instead of us watching what took place with Rudy, with Rudy, Smith went to go save it, then decided not to save it, but his momentum actually hit the ball as he was two steps out of bounds. But the, the reason that, that James Williams hesitated because that was kind of behind the, the, the basketball standard, and he couldn't see it. And so it hits his leg, and so he couldn't see it, and so he was undecided on what to do. And Smith actually ends up catching it before it hits the ground, if you actually watch the whole replay, which I just saw now. Wow. That's a nice break for the Jazz. 14 on the shot clock, up by five. A bucket or a stop wins this game. Ingles inbounding. Clarkson backdoor cut on the inbound layup ball game. You get pizza. Day after every Jazz win, home or away, Little Caesars is giving you a free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app. You'll receive a large, extra, most bestest pepperoni pizza using promo code JAZZWINS. Valid all participating Utah Little Caesars locations. Mobile or... Well, they didn't need that. Joe Ingles just committed a foul to make my pizza call a little bit suspect. 
but the Jazz are up seven here in the fourth. Jazz will add to their total of most clutch wins in the NBA, surpassing Oklahoma City, and the Jazz will move into second in the Western Conference. And here's where the standings matter. Honestly, this is where the standings matter most to the Utah Jazz at this point of the season. Western Conference coaches are going to have to decide whether the Utah Jazz are worthy of two All-Stars or not. And if you're second in the West, it's a pretty good claim that you're worthy of two All-Stars. If Houston's second in the West, they have a pretty good claim for two All-Stars. And if the Clippers are second in the West, they have a pretty good claim for two All-Stars. And that somebody is going to end up without the bid they want. 122-116, Jazz by six as Clarkson's dribbling with eight on the clock, beats Bertans, kicks it out to O'Neal. Left side three for Rolls-Royce. This kid puts his hands on his head and says, no. <laughs> you know who else is saying that, by the way? Scott Brooks. Anybody who took the jet took the Wizards minus six. 125-116, Royce O'Neal three left side. <laughs> These kids are funny. <laughs> well, that might be wise. My point, Ron, is he's about 25 years old. I don't think he thought the Wizards were winning that game anymore. So I'm guessing that there might have been something a bit more. he had more. a wager on the game or and something. And the opening line to the night was minus, to the game, was minus eight. And it went down, according to Vegas Insider, went down to minus six. And it was sitting at six a moment ago. And Royce O'Neal just put the Jazz up nine. So either way, whether you've got the opening line of eight or the secondary line of six, you put your hand on your head after oh, that no. shot. Oh, no. If you bet the over-under, you were gone a long time ago. The over-under was 224. Ron, play around with a few numbers. When the Jazz have 22 assists this year, they're 17-2. and two. They have 24 tonight. Well, I didn't think they were going to get there. Ten at the half, and I didn't think they were going to get there. Joe Ingles with nine. When the Jazz shoot 33 threes, they're 17-4. and four. They have only taken 30 tonight. When the Jazz have 11 offensive rebounds or more, they're 10-2. and two. They have 12 tonight. So they'll go to 11-2. and two, And then the number that I like the most, because I'm a geek, when the Jazz offensive rating is over 107, they are going to be 22-1. and one. That... That is actually a number that should send reverberations across the NBA world as one that says the Jazz are really good as they win their ninth straight tonight. Inbound to Mahimi. Bradley Beal thinking about a three. Walks behind the three-point line. Fires at air balls. Smith goes to save it to Clarkson, and that will do it. And half of the people listening are upset, and the other half, and then a foul. That actually won't matter. As Troy Brown or Bradley Beal fouls Joe Ingles, and Ingles will get free throws. And the only reason I know it's half, because Vegas always makes sure that's the case. And it's half on either side. Half of the people that partook on a Sunday, you heathen. 125-116. Jazz by nine. Oh, it's all laugh and giggles when you're on a nine-game win streak. Jazz will win their 14th of their last 15. You want some more fun with numbers? which is really what I'm sure everybody was saying at nearly 4 o'clock on a Sunday. Ingles makes both free throws. Jazz 127 to 116. We're getting close to our season high points in the game. 21, 20, 21, 31. So we wonder where the points are going to come from with Donovan out. Yep. There they are. And Rudy Gobert played 37 minutes as they dribble out the clock. 
And the reason Rudy played 37 minutes is because they never got him out of the game. In the eight games coming into this game, since the Jazz added Jordan Clarkson, a little fun with numbers here before we get our guest. The Jazz offensive rating in the eight games with Jordan Clarkson coming into tonight was 121. By far number one in the NBA, San Antonio's number two. Tonight the offensive rating was a 129. The Jazz are averaging more than 1.2 points of possession since they added Jordan Clarkson. Over the last 15 games, the Jazz had a 115.8 offensive rating. I think that's Emmanuel Moutier with a towel on his head and Madeline Crandall bringing Emmanuel Moutier the scores. I think that's Emmanuel Moutier. Am I correct? You are correct. Well, that's not fair when you're walking away from me with a towel on your head. It was a little uh-huh. hard to tell for a second, my man. Uh, back in the starting lineup for you tonight, which you've been for most of your career. How'd that right. feel? I felt great, uh, but I just approached it like any other game, honestly. Uh, you know, we missing Donovan. Everybody know how big he is to our team. He's our guy. So we all had to make an effort collectively. You know, Jordan was big, too, off the bench. So we just all try to hold it down for Donovan. You have been enjoyable for us to watch <laughs> and you and watch you evolve. How has it been for you? Man, it's been great. Uh, this is the whole reason I decided to come here, uh, learn as much as I can and just at the same time get coached. And Coach Q's been, been great for me. Uh, defensively, I, I've definitely locked in, and I'm going to just try to keep improving. You are 9-0 and since you added Jordan Clarkson uh, and left Miami. What has he brought to the team? Obviously, I can see, man. He As soon as he get in, he, that's an automatic bucket getter. So he can get buckets at any given time, and y'all see that every single game. And, you know, like I said, it just makes another – Another threat out there, especially uh, off the dribble. Uh, he can create his own shot, and that just adds more weapon to us. And what did you guys change in the third quarter that swung this game? Uh, we just made adjustments on the defensive end, and when we got stops, we got out and ran, and I think that's when we had our best. And, you know, Boyan was big, too. He had a, a big first half. Uh, if he didn't have that first half, I don't know how high it would have went, but uh, Joe obviously was making plays for others, too. And Rudy came up big, too, at the end, especially, you know, with those, with those two dunks or three dunks that he had. Well, Manuel, thank you very much. By the way, just a note for you, since I haven't had a chance to you, very impressive how nicely all the New York people talked about you. I thought that was really a <laughs> tribute to who you are as a person, what they all had to say about you. So um, compliments it. to you on being probably more important than a good basketball player. So, thank you. Thanks, man. Appreciate right. it. That's Emmanuel Moutier with us postgame as the Jazz win at 127 to 116. Their ninth in a row. Uh, another under 500 team, but tonight you're doing it shorthanded without Donovan Mitchell. And at some point, this is just what really good teams do. You know, you can you can look at the Jazz and say, fine, they've won nine straight and only one of them is against an above 500 team. And they've won 14 to 15 and only one of them is against an above 500 team. On the, uh, on the other end of this, you know, that's your only choice when the schedule gives you this. And this is what really good teams do, Rob. So you can't complain about that. I mean, that's, you know, if you're going to be a good team, you have to beat those teams. And so the, the so when people say that well they haven't beaten anybody they have beaten someone you know and, and this is they're taking care of business it's the bottom line that's the way I feel about it. You, you. Well, the Lakers went. I mean, the Lakers are great, but the Lakers went on a nine oh nine game win streak without playing an above five hundred team. I didn't. Everyone was fine. Let's go back to the studio. Joined now by Jake Scott and Ben Anderson. Jake, what's your thoughts on what you saw tonight? Well, you know, considering the Jazz were down, the, the, they had not uh, played a bunch of defense, especially in the first half, but to, to figure it out and get it clicking, Jordan Clarkson, what a difference uh, a half makes for him. And I think this was a good win. You guys mentioned on the broadcast the teams that this Wizard team has, has beaten recently. Ben mentioned it in the uh, the pregame show as well. I mean, 
you know, they're good teams. Miami, they're a great team. And so this Wizards team with Beal is, is certainly not lifeless. I, th- I thought this is one you can feel good about. Well, and you're down by seven. You're down by 15 right. in the third quarter without your best player. That takes a little something to go get it, Ben. Jordan Clarkson's three assists. I mean, only had three assists on the game, but they were all really important, including the two big dunks from Rudy Gobert late. And he's he's got a little bit of that. I mean, he is he is a bucket, like Emmanuel Moutier said, and that's what he does best. But that attention does open up opportunities for other guys, and, and he was smart to recognize that sometimes Rudy Gobert's going to be a better scoring option, and he did that tonight. Well, I think, you know, Quinn said at pregame tonight here in D.C. about Clarkson. He talked about, he really, in his many translating his words he did not use this word but he, he talked about that he has some swag that he he just has a little zest to him and that he's got a passion and you can and the team can feel it and they and they react to it was basically his comment but I thought the other thing he said was interesting he is not defined by being a scorer he's defined by being a good basketball player hmm. and you know he is a scorer but he's a willing ball mover when it's necessary and you know he certainly shoots a lot like but 22 shots in 34 minutes. But that's what you need out of Jordan Clarkson tonight. So, uh, Ben, I think your point is good, that his three assists are there, and he's willing to do it when he needs to. And, and Moutier was great. I mean, you just talked to him. Moutier came in and was absolutely steady when the Jazz needed steadiness. And that's never been his identity since he's been in the NBA until he got here. And that's a, a testament to his hard work. As much as we talk about how good of a coach Quinn Snyder is, you have to want to be that because we've seen guys come in and not work out here in a Jazz uniform, even if Quinn is trying to get them to do what Quinn wants. Uh, and Moutier has absolutely changed his game, changed his identity, willing to be totally selfless, and has, and has become a very good player. And, he, and Ron, you know, in the last nine-game win streak, as much as we put it on Jordan Clarkson, it's as though when we left Miami, something changed about Emmanuel Moutier, and he's been even better in that last nine-game stretch. Well, his floor game has gotten better. Um, and I, I know there was um, uh, a meeting, a, a session that was uh, between him and Quinn that, you know, we need you to play a certain way. And, and, and then the coaching he's been getting in practice, and uh, that's really has really catapulted him to the point where he is fitting into this system very, very nicely. Uh, and still being able to play his game, that's what's so uh, impressive because he's still <clears> – <throat> getting into the paint, shooting those little fadeaways, that kind of thing. But he's more of a, a team player now, more so than what it was when he first got here. And he's making those shots. And he's like making that. those little mid-range shots. How about the threes? He's knocking down a few for yeah, threes I mean, here nowadays, too. He's one uh, for four tonight. Yep. So, By the way, I had a – I don't know if you saw that, uh, Ben. Did you see the note I had today about Moody's three-point shooting, catch-and-shoot three-point shooting? What, 33%? I mean, he's uh, – So he's 33%, which is the worst we have on the roster. He's taken what I, I – I don't know if, if you have it in front of you. I doubt it. But I think – 39? So you said 39? I think so. So he's taken 39 of them during the season. Last year, Ricky Rubio and Jay Crowder shot 33% on catch-and-shoot threes and took a combined 600. Oh. Well, that just tells you everything you need to know right there. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Wasn't that the number? Yeah, Wasn't something that like right? That. Let me see if I can pull it up. 600. Whew. They combined. The, they were shooting 33% from catch and shoot last year. They took a combined 600. This year, Emmanuel Moutier is the only player on our regular rotation who shoots below 38% on catch and shoot threes, and he has taken whatever Ben said that had a nine in the front of him. Yeah, anyway. 39. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I've said this. Three-point shooting is indiscriminate. It just does not <laughs> care what the defense is. It, if you're good, if you're bad, if you're hitting threes, the offense looks good. And right now the Jazz just have 
I mean, they have snipers everywhere, and that's that's the goal of this team. And when they're hot, they're going to beat everybody. Did you call them snipers? Actually, here's the geeky note of the night, Ben. I don't know if you heard this on the radio broadcast. And Ben will get this note. Jake probably does too. I didn't mean that, Jake, like you would, but I know Ben would. So when the Jazz offensive rating is over 107, league average is 110, right? So, like, if you're, just to put this in perspective, if I can quickly, let me see if I can find this. If you're a 107 offense, I think you'd be about 20th in the NBA. Okay? When the Jazz offense is above 107, they are 22 and 1. Which is, like you said, yeah, right now the Oklahoma City Thunder are sitting at 20, and their offensive rating is 108.5, and then it drops to 106.7 for the Kings at 21. So, yeah, if you're the, if you're, Barely in the top 60% <laughs> offensively for the Jazz. They just don't lose. All righty. All right, boys. We uh, got buses to catch to get to and planes to fly to New York. Fine work today. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Right. 127 and 116 is your final. The Jazz beat the Wizards. We're breaking it down next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show. Jake Scott, Ben Anderson from KSL Sports with you. The Jazz beat the Wizards, their ninth consecutive win, one uh, one twenty seven to one sixteen. And Ben, this was a game where we didn't see a ton of defense being played, but in a game where the Jazz are missing Donovan Mitchell, you've got to admire their way to to go out there and score, even though the Wizards are obviously not interested in stopping anybody you absolutely saw tonight why the wizards have beat the denver nuggets the boston celtics and the atlanta hawks not the hawks are any good why they beat them at home three straight games going into this because the jazz were down 15 in the third quarter like you you absolutely got it they just want to shoot the ball they're not going to play defense so they're not going to ask you to play a whole lot of defense and and you can fall into that trap and the jazz did for what is that 28 minutes i guess or so and then whatever happened it just the defense clicked in. They played the pick and roll much better. They stopped getting beat in isolation, and then the Jazz just—I mean, the Jazz ran away with. They were—you were down 15. You win a game by 11. I mean, that's a 26-point swing in what 18 minutes, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pathetic. That that's really really hard to do, to be that you know polarizing within one game or that yeah. polarized within one game to to be that good and then that bad says a lot about who that team is, unfortunately, for Wizards fans. But good for the Jazz for saying, you know what, we can just buckle in and impose our will on the game, and that's exactly what they did. No doubt. And Jordan Clarkson, who was not good in the first half, was awesome in the second half. He had 23 points, and the Jazz scored 38 points in the third quarter, 34 points in the fourth, and and walked uh, and won uh, eventually somewhat easily, although it got a little bit closer there down the stretch. But, you know, interesting game from Boyan Bogdanovich who had his eighth 30-point game yep. for the Utah Jazz this year with 31 points on 10 of 23 shooting. He had 22 of those in the first half when the Jazz just needed somebody to keep him in the game. And then everybody else got it going, and it, it, he didn't need to have that in the second half. No, uh, and, and that's that's how the game works. I mean, ideally, you would have a 28-point-per-game score, and they would give you 7-7-7-7 seven, 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 and seven throughout the quarters. You know, it's mm-hmm. not how it works. You need openers. You need closers. Boyan is a great opener. Joe Ingles traditionally a great opener. And then Donovan Mitchell takes over late, and the Jazz didn't have that guy on the floor because Donovan Mitchell missed the game right? because he's been sick. And, and Joe Ingles hit a big three. Boyan made some good plays. Jordan Clarkson, as you mentioned, was incredible. Rudy Gobert had a huge 
fourth quarter. I mean, he had a huge second half, but had three huge dunks in the fourth quarter, got to the free throw line. I want to say he went two of four down the stretch, but enough to keep the Jazz out in front. And uh, Quinn Snyder pushing the right buttons as well. This was a this as silly as it sounds, and at the end of the season, we're going to forget this game. This was one of the Jazz better wins already this year, and certainly one of the best of this win streak. 127 to 116 is your final. We'll break it down, get you sound from the podium, the locker room as well. Kicking off next, uh, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. That'll do it. This has been Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus and Murray. And Lexus of Linden. By Zions Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zions Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. For all the latest jazz interviews, insights, and breaking news, go to 1280thezone.com and utahjazz.com. Ow! This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network.